We're live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to podcast number five for Embodiment of Soul Care. I'm Kelly. This is Casey. And we're so happy that you're joining us tonight. Uh, last week was a heavy week with the whole topic of surrender and trying to get rid of the emotions we were feeling and moving past them and into a more positive space. And the reason we had to do that is because today our topic is manifestation and creation. And we will get into a lot of that um, and how you have to stay in the positive space in order to make those things possible. We'll get into detail on all of that here shortly. We had a lot of experiences this week, Casey and I together. Um, and Casey is going to tell you a little bit about exactly what she was experiencing this week and how it worked for her, didn't work for her, and kind of how we played together in this world of manifesting and creating. So Casey, go ahead and take the floor on that one and share a little bit about what you experienced. Oh, goodness. It was so interesting, right? So we hung up from our, or, you know, paused or stopped recording on Thursday from our podcast. And then we immediately started, we had already let into, oh, let's do manifestation next week. So we chatted for about 30 extra minutes, you know, after the podcast. And I got so confronted in that conversation. It was so interesting. I mean, we kind of had to hang up, you know, you had to go attend to your kiddo and all that. Um, and it really left me in the space of realizing just how confronted I am right now by manifestation and creation. Um, you know, I'd really, the last year, I'd really come out of my shell and started manifesting and creating again and had been, I don't know, I guess high on that and really enjoying it and really having a different experience than I'd had for, you know, a lot of my previous year's experience. And then this whole coronavirus thing hit and just literally it was like hitting a brick wall. Um, and I think that's why, you know, the first few weeks I really struggled. And then the next couple of weeks, I just really had to be like in full surrender because it was like surrender or suffer. And that's what we talked about last week either. And I was like, okay, not going to suffer. So I just fully surrendered. But inside of that, I almost um, kind of gave up, you know, in terms of like, okay, you know what? I tried to go back to manifesting and creating. I really had created a life I loved and a life I wanted and a life I desired. And then boom, like 90% of it essentially felt like it got wiped out. So I, but I hadn't realized how much I had constricted and contracted um, until we had that conversation. And so Thursday night, I was definitely in an interesting space. And then I texted you and the next morning you texted me back and said, you know, do you want to do an energy work session and an emotional clearing session? Um, which I've done a lot of in the past. You and I have never done that uh, together. Right. Um, I know that you do that. And I, you do that with a lot of others. Um, and I've done it with a lot of other practitioners and it's always been very supportive for me. Uh, and the second you said it, you know, my embodiment, my soul was like, yes, please. You know, um, there was a small part that was like, oh no, but I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm so glad that we did. So we did the emotional clearing over the weekend. No, no, the energetic. No, no, the energy. Yep. Um, which was really powerful. And I did start to feel some flow coming back and at least some ideas and starting to see why do I feel so blocked right now with manifestation, with creation? Why does that really bring a lot up for me? Um, and then we did the emotional clearing on Tuesday night. Um, oh my goodness. So powerful. But I mean, Wednesday, I just was like, it was like I'd been hit with a Mack truck. You know, I just had no energy. My body was so busy processing out all those emotions. Um, and kind of, 
And then luckily, you know, Wednesday night, we kind of helped clear that a bit more. And then today I felt so much better and really felt some flow returning. But a lot of that too was due to um, a really big insight that I had oh, that I think all of this just really allowed me to see, um, you know, about nine years ago when I did get married and decided to have a kid, that was a real, um, what I want to say, divergent path for me. That was not a path that I was planning for my life. That was not in Casey's plan. Um, but apparently it was in spirit's plan. And I do remember the exact moment that I had like the why the fork in the road. And it was like very clear. It was surrender to spirit. And this is your path, which was marriage and child or, you know, don't, but I knew one was the path of spirit and one was the path of just more like, no, 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 no. Like, you know what? I'll just stay on my nice little path. That's a lot more comfortable. Um, the other one was very uncomfortable for me, you know, for a variety of reasons. Um, and I will never forget. I said, yep, I fully surrender. I fully choose. And I did, you know, clearly go down that path. Um, and what really guided that was, because here's what's so interesting. What confronted me about our conversation was the word want. Um, mm -hmm. Past nine years, my context for the word want was inside of um, a phrase that I have, I'm a Course in Miracles student, and it's a really powerful, um, I don't know, guiding, guiding light for me. And it was, you know, to say I want the peace of God is nothing, but to mean it is everything. And that really resonated in my whole soul. And so when I chose surrender, I chose, I want the peace of God, and that that was the only thing I wanted, literally the only thing. And I was 100% committed to that. And it was shown to me that marriage, child, going down that path was the access to that. And now looking back on it nine years later, I know why. I can see why that was the path. Um, it's been really hard. Um, there's been a lot of really hard parts to it. Um, you know, we were kind of talking about the dark night of the soul experience. So I think part of, you know, I had kind of eight years to really go through a lot of my dark night of the soul. Not to say there weren't moments of joy and and things that I wanted in my life. But overall, I was more committed to being fully on my spiritual path than anything else. No matter, it was kind of like what I saw was at any cost. Um, right. And I think it, it did cost me something. I did sacrifice um, a lot inside of my commitment to that. Um, but then in the last year, I had really started blossoming and creating again and feeling kind of more of a balance between, yes, I'm still on my spiritual path, but yes, I'm also allowing myself to you know, create a whole new career, create an, a new social life, create, you know, being out dancing again, like all these things that also brought my soul and my embodiment, a lot of joy. And I was feeling, um, gosh, I don't know, just so, like I said before, just so high on that. And then for it to hit the wall with coronavirus and for so much of that to crumble, um, was very humbling. And I, you know, I could see that I was like, well, fine, you know, because I've, I've gone through so many before I surrendered fully nine years ago, you know, I went through so many ups and downs. I was one of those. I'm very empathic. I'm very, you know, I would have ups and downs and this and things could really throw me. And so the last nine years was really about finding that center, finding that still point where I could hold that no matter what. I could hold that point of grace. I could hold that point of neutrality. And as you know, I mean, being in the world we're in now with so much polarity, so much outside of you that just wants to pull you out, pull you out, pull you out, distract you. You know, I mean, thank God I spent that nine years just really forming that ability to always hold my center point. 
And so, you know, this was, of course, an opportunity to demonstrate that again, right? Like it's going to be tested. So this was a really big test for, okay, you think you got there. Did you like, did you really get there? Um, And so, yeah. So I really worked through a lot of that this week. And I feel like I arrived. I'm just so glad that we chose the topic of manifestation because I feel like I've arrived back at my balance point, um, which is so, I know, right? Because I didn't realize how blocked I was. So I'm glad that we were able, I mean, this is amazing that this podcast, I mean, it's literally in real time helping me work through my blocks. And, um, you know, that's what this is for. And so hopefully, you know, telling this story is helpful to some of you and you can hear yourself in it or hear your own journey. Um, What I affirmed this week is I am the peace of God. You know, I no longer want the peace of God. I am the peace of God. Oh, and was that powerful? I mean, it just like resonated through my whole being. And so I'm so grateful to you, you know, that you were my partner and my sister this week in helping me. You know, there was just like you even said, there was some really sludgy energy um, that I had. And um, I had really done a ton of work around grace and dissolving a lot of bitterness this past um, December solstice. And so I can see I was just kind of, you know, still letting go the dregs of that. This was another test, kind of moved through another round. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm just really grateful to have arrived at that, that balance point again. And thank you, you know, so much for your purpose. I mean, what did you want to say kind of about your experience with that this week? Well, I think going back to last Thursday, yeah. Um, when we did have that chat, I, you know, everything in my body when you were talking was like, oh my gosh, no, no, stay on the path. Like, what are you talking about? It was kind of like Casey had just said to me, screw all of it. You know, I, 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 well, I'm kind of surrender, you know, I'm just going to surrender because you yeah. know what, wanting anything didn't go too well. Right. And she kept telling me, she's like, you know what? I'm tired of trying to create it because it just doesn't come out that way for me. So instead I'm just going to allow spirit to put me wherever they want to put me. And when she said that, I was like, no, no, like surrendering is great. Surrendering is a wonderful thing to do to surrender your emotions. But the most important thing to do is still stay in control of what it is that you want. And what I mean by control is staying in the positive vibration of your creation. So you want something, create it, love it, be a part of it, and set up your own vibration with the vibration of the thing that you're looking to have or manifest. And so what I was seeing with Casey was, okay, she has this thing that she wants, and here's the vibration on that, but whoa, here's the vibration of where Casey is, and we need to get them so they go like this, come together, and therefore the manifestation can take place. And that's a really important part in manifesting, um, lining up those vibrations. And when I offered to do the spiritual cleansing, like this, um, the energetic clearing, as well as the emotional clearing, it's because sometimes we have so much heavy stuff inside of us that we're just not capable of moving by ourselves. Um, and that's why God has granted people on this planet to have an ability to move that type of energy out for you. Casey and I have both, like Casey had said, have both had many, many energy workers in our lives. We've dealt with, had a lot of them come in and out of our lives. They've done a lot of wonderful, powerful work for us. Uh, I came into it through just, you know, accepting the fact that I could do it. I mean, everybody is capable of doing it. It's just trusting that you can do it. And 
when I heard all of that and saw Casey's reactions to manifestation, I said, that's it. We got to clear this out. I got to help you because when you're in that state, you don't want to even deal with it. You know, the, the thought of like having to sit there on your own and work through all that crap is not in your agenda. So it's important to then ask for assistance, to seek that assistance. And sometimes it just comes to you. You know, somebody says, hey, listen, not for nothing, but how about we do a little bit of a clearing? How about we help you out a little bit, get you back in the flow of things, get your vibration back where it should be. And so that's what we did. And I mean, I could, we could do a whole nother segment on just, you know, how to be, how to visualize that in other people, how to deal with it, how to work with it, how to clear energy, how to clear emotions. And it's a very powerful thing. And like I said, everybody is capable of doing it. It's just believing that you're capable of doing it. And that whole belief system goes into manifestation as well. You know, if you don't believe in your manifestation taking place, then how the hell is it ever supposed to take place? Because again, here you are, two different vibrations. And if every single day I'm saying, you know, okay, I want this, well, let's say I, I, I want this house. Okay. I want this house on one side of the spectrum. And then the other side of the spectrum, I'm saying, oh, but I'm never going to get it. I can't afford it. And that's just a pipe dream. Well, then what's the, what's the universe to do with that? Yeah. Okay. Here we are on this path of everything that you want. You're seeing it clearly. You're visualizing it. You've got it. And then all of a sudden you slam it shut by saying, I can't afford it. It's just a pipe dream. Well, then of course you're never going to get it. So it's important to stay in, okay, this is what I'm visualizing. Okay, I feel this. I'm in with it. I understand it. And every day making it fluid for you to say, this is coming my direction. This is happening. And you and I talked about a quote by Wayne Dyer, you know, how everybody always says, I'll see it when I believe it. And Wayne said, I'll believe it. I'll see it. No, wait, wait, wait. I believe it when I see it. I'll see it would I believe it? Right. So as soon as you believe it, as soon as you have that heartfelt belief that it's actually going to occur, then it does, it comes into fruition. It becomes possible. Um, another thing is, you know, change the way that you look at everything, change the way that you even look at your creation and your creation itself will change. It will come to you. Now, if you have, um, I guess, I said this to you earlier too, Casey, about the, um, if you think too much about something, like if you put too much thought into something, yeah. then it just is always thought. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like keeping it simplified. Like, okay, I, I would like this beautiful new home. Okay. And then, okay, this beautiful new home is going to have flowers all around it. Okay. But I'm not going to get into the detail of, okay, but that beautiful new home better have a driveway that has this, 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 and that. And it better have rooms that have this, 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 and that. And I want windows here, 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 and here. I mean, that's all possible. You can do all of that, but then it just starts to clog your mind. And all you're thinking about is detail as opposed to the house that resonates with you energetically, the house that's being called by you to you. And you miss out on all the enjoyment of it because then when it does show up, you do go in and you nitpick. Instead of saying, oh, thank you, universe, for granting this home that has the energy set up that I wanted, that has the beautiful picket fence that I envisioned, that has the gorgeous flowers in front. Oh, shit, I forgot to make the windows bigger. Can we make the windows bigger? It's like, no, just enjoy the creation that you made. Don't go in all of the details of creating that manifestation. Just have the manifestation be light 
airy so that you can connect in that vibrational space with it. The more detail you put in, the more detailed you have to be mentally every day as you're visualizing it. Yeah. So keeping it really, really simple. It's the same thing with writing. Okay. Yeah. If I sit down to write a book or I sit down to uh, do, do an energy clearing. Okay. Let's use that for example, to do an energy clearing and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking so hard, nothing comes in, nothing. I have to literally, when I start those sessions, be completely lifeless and airy. Like I just, I have to be grounded and I have to be in a completely clear space. Yeah. I can't have details coming in or any visual of what I want to see or what I want to think. You know, it has to remain clear. And the same thing happens. Get your canvas. It's blank. And then start putting nice little things here and here. And then just ride with that vibration. And what were you going to say about that, Casey? Well, because as you were talking, you know, we talked a lot today about this balance point between being unattached, but also holding the vibration of creation. Right. And just how, you know, what a dance that is. And I think that that's kind of where I'm coming back to. You know, I think before the coronavirus, I had kind of gone a little bit too far out ahead of myself. And I didn't realize how attached I'd become, which is why I kind of crashed so hard when a lot of it sort of seemed to fall apart around me. And, you know, some literally just disappeared. So, um, you know, and we were, so just what you were saying, you know, really made me think about that. It's, it's such a good thing to practice and to notice. And then to have that space of hold space and then also, um, you know, but also be unattached. It's, it's, you know, you really got to kind of keep that balance. And I read just the perfect thing today, which I loved. And it was by Matt Kahn, who, um, you know, I've mentioned before on these podcasts, it's just a beautiful space of love. Uh, and he had said, um, you know, kind of with manifesting and all that, number one, you know, you're permitting yourself the right to desire what you want. So yes, you know, have fun, use your imagination, allow yourself to desire, allow yourself to, you know, maybe you kind of see a general picture, um, you know, maybe you see some details, whatever, you know, sure, have fun, play with it. Number two, you know, and then expressing gratitude though for what you have already, you know, I mean, it's, it's also being present and in the present moment of, wow, you know, I really, I'm so grateful for what I have now. I'm so grateful for what could, you know, be possible in the future. It kind of keeps you in that present moment, keeps you in that space where you can stay unattached, um, which is so much of where I'm at right now as well. You know, really being grateful for where I'm at in my life and what I have, but also being willing to want. Um, and then number three, be excited for whatever comes your way and receive the gifts of the divine. And this yeah. is a big one, you know, I talked about a lot with you you know, and that's like being excited for whatever comes your way, because so much of my thoughts on manifestation are, you know, I mean, it's like, I know that half the time, I mean, the divine can bring something far greater than I could have imagined for myself. Like I never imagined having my, you know, getting married and having a child, you know, that wasn't necessarily on my path. I didn't imagine that, but the divine brought that to me and it's far greater than I could have ever imagined. And so I do love leaving that door open you know, without closing it down too much. If you get too attached, sometimes you close down that door for even greater things that can manifest. So it's like, you know, stay in that space, but be excited for whatever's going to come your way. And if it isn't exactly what you thought, well, that's where some of the surrender comes in. Like, you know what, I guess I didn't quite know what was best. Okay, great. You know, and you kind of roll with it and you have that flow. And we were going to read a passage at the end about flow. And a lot of our conversation today made me think about that word, you know, how do you flow with it? How do you be flexible? How do you allow yourself? And so that's where I feel like now I'm back in a space of flow 
where some of that sludgy energy I had wasn't allowing the flow and some of the um, disappointment I had or the um, like, oh man, you know, like just climb to try and get some of that back. Like it just wasn't allowing for the flow. And right. um, yeah, so I just, it just, you know, really resonated with what you were talking about. Yeah. And what did, what did that bring us back to in discussion today? That kind of brought us back into the ego too, you know, the disappointment, yeah. you know, not allowing spirit. I mean, we have to allow spirit more and ego less. And anytime we get let down, our ego comes in and goes, well, how dare it? How dare us not get that, you know, the exact thing we wanted or the exact car we wanted or the exact picture we wanted or clothes or hairdo, you know? And so that's when you have to let go of that ego. And the ego um, can really play tricks on your manifestations. You know, it can really get in the way of those. And so you have to be very conscious of the ego in terms of that. Also, you know, uh, Casey and I talked about this a little bit today too, is that, you know, we're in a society that we've been raised in a sense to have immediate results. And when you're manifesting something, you have to keep in mind that it's not ever going to be immediate. I mean, it can be if you're resonating with it. Okay. So let's say that you have a strong desire with absolutely no resistance, then yeah, it's going to be clawing at you and climbing up your back, this manifestation. But if you have a strong desire with um, some resistance or a lot of resistance, Good luck in seeing it because the thing is, is that conscious resistance, you know, like, yes, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, it's that whole, like, I can't see it. I can't, I can't taste it. I can't touch it. It doesn't exist. And it's like, well, what about feeling it? What about believing in it? You know, going back to those two major sound pieces that exist within you, you know, feeling and believing. And coming back to source, coming back to yourself and saying, okay, just because I don't see it right now doesn't mean that it isn't happening. doesn't mean that what I've put out there, my rocket of desire, it doesn't mean that it's not getting answered because it is. You have like this entire escrow of everything that you've ever wanted because everything you don't want shoots a desire of what you do want, you know? So it's important to know that it is there, that the universe hears you, source energy hears you, the vortex hears you, everybody hears you, they know what you want, but they can't give it to you if you're not in the proper space, because that thing will not mean anything to you if it's given to you in a situation of hate or anger or frustration or sadness or depression. It just won't matter to you as much as it will as if you are in a loving, kind, open, hopeful space. And we talked about that with uh, Casey, you know, you really wanted to do this dancing. You were really into going into dancing and having this whole manifestation of doing things that made you just feel great again. And we yep. talked about how, you know, Casey was really frustrated. Like, well, what the heck? That was the one thing that I wanted so bad. And I said to her today, I said, I was Casey, just on the cusp of getting it. Like, like right there. I know. And she was so upset. And it was part of her reason for wanting to throw in the towel on all creation and manifestation because it was something she desired so greatly. And then she felt let down. And I had to, you know, explain to her, and she knows this too, that just because it doesn't happen right now doesn't mean it won't happen. And it also, there's a reason why it didn't happen right now. And it could have been because you weren't going to be in the receiving space that you would have had all that joy for it. 
Instead, it would have been, you know, a little shattered here, a little shattered there. Casey's thinking about possibly, like her and her family are thinking about moving soon. I mean, what if she would have started this beautiful thing that she was looking forward to and then suddenly moved and couldn't finish or couldn't be a part of it anymore and had these close friends? How much more would that have hurt than just never having seen it right now? That would have hurt a lot. It would have been that much more painful. So the universe said, hey, let me spare you of that. And instead of you going to do that now, I'm going to let you get situated. I'm going to let you take your seat where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And then I will grant you with that. And it'll be oh so much more beautiful than it would have been seven months ago. And so that's something that I would like for everybody to keep in mind when you're creating and you're manifesting. It is not about the timing of having it right now. It's about the divine timing. When is it right for you? When is it right for all of us universally as a whole to have even this, you know, this virus lift off? You can't control that aspect because somebody greater than us knows more than us about how this is all to play out. And that is something that you need to put your faith into. So make your manifestation, make your creation, live this life of color and enjoyment and beauty and let it come when it's supposed to come because you force it. And then all you're going to get is forced energy. And that, that entire vibration will fight against you and that you'll get mad downs in the, you yes. know. and you'll get mad and you'll get angry because you won't understand why you can't have it right now. I've thought about it. I've put all my happy energy into it. And it's not coming. Well, what the hell are you doing right now? You're not sitting in that vibrational space anymore. And all you wanted is want from me, the universe. Yeah. So all I'm going to give you yeah. is exactly what you're giving me. It's the same thing in relationships. You give somebody a bunch of hell, they're going to give that hell back. And then you say, how dare you abuse me? How dare you talk to me like that? And it's like, well, and if the other person on the other side isn't so egotistical to say, oh, F you, blah, 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 you know, they're going to say, well, what do you mean? You just gave that to me. So of course I'm going to give that to you because that's how it works. It's the law of attraction. What you put out is what you get back. And the universe and God, creation and manifestation are nothing different than the relationships you have with each other. And the relationships that you have with each other are these small, tiny little lessons of how to create. How do I want to be treated? Oh, the old simple rule. Treat others as you wish to be treated. Treat the universe as you wish to be treated. Send messages to the universe that you wish to receive back. The world works that simply. And for some reason, we have all gotten on the wrong track. We have all thought in this negative space. And this is a hard place to be. And Casey and I talked about that. It's not an easy place to be. And that's the reason you come here is to learn lessons, learn them fast, and learn them well. Otherwise, yeah, you'll be drugged down in the dirt here. You really will. And the last thing that I want to see for anybody is for everybody to only get it when they die. Like, get it when you're here. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I love Esther and Jerry Hicks, you know, Abraham Hicks. And I will never forget listening to uh, uh, or reading a book of theirs that it said Abraham, Abraham is who Esther actually um, communicates with. It's the source energy that she communicates with. And I'll never forget Abraham saying to her and to the crowd of people around her, it is the best time in the world when we see you die. 
and everyone in there was like, oh, <laughs> they're like, because you finally get it. And then they say, I'd like to see you get it here so that we don't have to just see you rejoice. And in all your manifestations and all your creations and all the escrow of greatness that you've put up there, yeah. only when you die. You can live here and live a beautiful, prosperous, unbelievable, magical life. You just have to let yourself. And be and attached to what exactly attached. and what that looks like. You know, that exactly. mind balance. Right. And be unattached too to, you know, thinking that other people are keeping you from having your creation because nobody is keeping you from having your creation. Their world is their world. Your world is your world. Remember that. It's so vitally important. And the more that you focus on that, the more you'll see that, okay, if I want to feel happy, then this person has no choice but to be happy towards me because I am attracting only happiness because that's all I'm putting out. Or you'll be powerful in how you're relating to how they're being. You know, I mean, that's a lot of it is like just having your own sense of centeredness and power. And then that changes dramatically. Number one, how it impacts you. Number two, whether or not it even triggers you to begin with. Um, you know, so, I mean, that in and of itself is incredibly powerful and very much guided by all this. Um, and I think, you know, I mean, in those moments when you can kind of take the 30,000 foot view as well, it also helps, you know, kind of that final piece of allowing yourself to be that field of love, you know, for the collective Mm -hmm. and whatever that means in terms of what you can help manifest for the collective. You know, I mean, that's a lot of what I've talked about with holding space, hold the space for grace, you know, kind of giving yourself those few moments as well to just hold the space for all of us inside of what could be manifested on a bigger picture. I don't know. Right. And I'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. attached to how that's going to look. And I certainly don't know how any of it's going to come about specifically, but you know, this all kind of relates to the bigger scale too. I mean, talk about trigger points, right? I mean, the world has plenty of those. So, I mean, the more that you can kind of, you know, it's all like macro micro, Um, so, you know, kind of just wanted to bring that piece in as well. You know, that there are those parts of you that are God, you are the light, you are, um, you know, that is who you are. So we can also be that big. And sometimes that helps. Um, I've really loved the visual lately of like, like absorbing bigger and bigger, like bubbles of light, you know, like you're kind of just like, you just keep growing bigger, like your bubble just, keep, and it encompasses everything before it, you know, the ego's not wrong, the ego's not bad, none of this, nothing you've been through in your life or experienced or felt, you know, none of it's wrong or it's all just part of the whole thing. And the more that you just kind of keep expanding out from it, you just get, you're, you just get more and more expansive, you know, and more and yep. more settle um, and live in that space. So you know, just kind of wanted to throw that in at the end as well. That's, that's beautiful. I mean, it's so true. You know, it's all, it goes right back to the law of attraction. Like as you expand and as you become greater and a bigger force of light, love, love love energy and loving light. Yeah. That is exactly what's going to come back to you. And I think it's an important thing too, for everybody to do, you know, in your meditations, in your silent time, just envisioning. I mean, that's how, the energy clearing that I did for Casey, that's, that's what I do. You know, when I do those energy clearings, I run light through people, loving light, you know, we clear space. When I say we, I mean, source energy and myself, I mean, my guides, their guides, our angels, their angels. 
cycles. You know, we're all working together to try to clear out these spaces, unclog them, run that beautiful light through them. So if you can visualize those big bubbles of light and extend them through the whole entire world. I mean, I'm not just talking about creating for you because we all are, we're all one. We're all connected. Like you said, Casey, and if I can create beauty in my life, then that means everyone can create beauty in their life. You know, it's like that big rain cloud that sits above us and it's just absorbing everybody's desires. And as the raindrops come down, they just bless the earth with everything that everybody's been thinking and wanting and feeling and desiring. And all of us get a benefit from each and every person's manifestation and creation, just as we benefit from everybody's moods and everybody's relationships. So be kind. I always say this, be kind to each other, love each other, love yourself, believe in yourself. You are the greatest creator because you come from the greatest creator, you know, and all of creation is so possible. It's at your fingertips. It's in your heart. It's in your entire being. Use it, use it wisely and have fun with it. It is so fun to create. And that's why when I heard Casey having this block to it, I was like, Oh my God, you're hating the most fun thing we got. We were given here on this planet because everything else blows, but this is awesome. Don't hate it. You know, love being able to be a creator. And I think that's something that, you know, I, I think that's the beauty of dancers or singers or artists you know, or sculptors, I mean, all kinds of art, jewelry artists. Taken over. Yes. It just goes in and it takes them over and it's their escape. And it's this beautiful place. And I bet they can relate to what I said about writing. You know, it's like they can't, you can't go into a dancing or singing or writing or painting or drawing or sculpting and have like, Oh, this is going to go this way. And this is going to this way. And this is going to, no, it's just, it's going to go, it's going to flow. Yeah. And that's how our bodies move. That's how energy moves. And that's why art has touched everyone's hearts for so long. And it will never go away because it's actually something coming from the soul level and it's expanding outward and being able to be shared with everyone. And that's why museums will never go away. And people who are creative and artistic will continue to be born into this planet and they will just keep spreading that ability and you can have that ability within your own life if you don't know how to draw well hell i bet you know how to manifest the best place on earth to live so go ahead and do it you know i bet you could write whatever you wanted to and be a powerful being however it is you wish to be and i think this is a perfect point for casey to read us something about flow yeah i'm flowing i'm flowing and i could talk for hours on this topic so i know I know. Amen. And, you know, maybe someday we'll do another session and kind of, you know, dive in a little bit, but it was just so powerful this week. So thank you for, you know, letting me share. And, and like you said, hopefully that, that provided for, for people that are watching this and listening to this. Um, and yeah, so same book as, as last week, Change Me Prayers, The Hidden Power of Spiritual Surrender. And um, there's a beautiful prayer in here for flow. And I did record a uh, a brief five minute meditation. So any of you, I know some of you have found it. It's on our page. It's also on our YouTube channel. Um, it's a good way for you to just do, whoops, I didn't need to do that again. Um, it's a good way for you to do your own energy work, your own clearing, your own grounding. Um, I recorded it this morning because I felt like a nice flowing free space and it, you know, finally came out very authentically. So, and I made you some more of those. It was kind of fun. Um, so feel free to check that out. You know, you can just kind of tap in pause, relax, give yourself that gift. Um, and we'll close with this 
meditation on flow. <sighs> so just take a deep breath. I am always in the right place at the right time, moving with the flow. Every day it becomes easier to stay completely in the moment. The divine guides my every action and protects me in every way. Every transit brings the perfect blessing. All is well. Divine beloved, change me into one who can move or not move in right timing. I am filled with the peace of God. Divine beloved, change me into one who can roll calmly and peacefully with the unfolding flow, holding my center amidst volatile shifts. All is well. Change me, divine beloved, into one who moves with deep ease and allowing. Let me trust where the flow is guiding me, knowing all unfolds in the right time and way. I am yours. You are mine. We are one. All is well. Mm -hmm. oh, that the truth. Give you the peace of God. Remember who you are, the love and light in your heart, no matter what's happening in your life in the world around you. And we love you. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. We have no idea what we're going to be talking about, but we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll decide after we hang up. I know, right? All right. <laughs> Cheers, you all, and enjoy your evening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>